Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast, and our spring training coverage is brought to you by Blue Moon Made Brighter. Get Blue Moon delivered and see delivery options by visiting bluemoonbeer.com slash CHGO. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We don't get to do this very often. Every four years, first time in the history of CHGO, a Leap Day show. Mm. We're going to take some leaps on this show. Uh, Cubs playing the Rockies and Chris Bryant. We're going to talk about the article that was in The Athletic a little bit and Chris Bryant and where his career has gone and where it may go. And uh, we may talk a little Joey Votto. He's been fun. Uh, Another... Boy, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's an. I don't know if you want to call it an injury, but there's more. There's some bad news for the Cubs too that really bothers me. Um, also, there's like some uh, tinfoil hat theories that wisdom could be moved since he was scratched right. from the lineup today. Right. Yeah. We might have to run that interview with wisdom that Ryan did or, uh, sooner rather than <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying we, that might that should be our first one, yeah. just in case. Yeah, I mean, hey, like before, uh, he's a, such a nice guy. He really is. He is. So, I, like, I, if, I, if really, he did get if he did get traded, in a way, I guess I I might be happy for him that he'd get an opportunity somewhere, a little more of an opportunity. He's had not that he hasn't had opportunities with the Cubs. I think he right. could be valuable for the Cubs. That power plays. Why? Well, yeah. Just uh, not a, an everyday. Third baseman. Yeah, well, Craig Consoles talked about the power and talked about getting him time at first base this spring. I mean, I actually think, you know, as much as everyone here really does not like David Ross, I think what he did in the second half last year with Wisdom and, and Oppor- like where, when he was playing him yeah. were great. His numbers were great. Yeah. Um, no, it was great for a guy who wasn't playing every day. Like he was, yeah. they were getting him his spots, um, you know, soft tossing lefties, whatever it was, guys that didn't have elite veto that could beat him at the top of the zone. Like, they were picking the spots to play Wisdom, and at least offensively, um, he had a really good second half of the season. So, I, like, that's – we're talking about a guy who's not – you don't expect to be an everyday starter, whether it's at first or at third base. We've talked about it before. Like, he's a guy that fits in on a good team. He's not going to be a starter, but as a bench bat, a power bat, a guy who helps you um, win matchups, specific matchups that work best for him. And, again, a guy who has game-changing type power that we've seen – I mean that's a that's a good bench piece whether it is on the Cubs or whether it is somewhere else like that's, that's also, a piece that's a piece that 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 could be in the major leagues for sure. I, yeah. I don't see him as a guy that doesn't belong in the majors. Right. Well, and also he'll give you those streaky stretches like he did in April last year. Incredible. Yeah. Right. He had twelve home runs he in April. Something like quite that. literally eleven or twelve, and then he weeks. was always pulling his shirt to the side. Yeah. He's always had good vibes. Mean, but he was, yeah. Yeah. As for vibes specifically, I've always liked the dude. Now he has a mullet going on. I mean. I, admittedly, because of the mullet alone, I'd be a little sad if they traded him. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you guys. But, well, they'd have to find a new staple for the the kids' press conference at oh, Cubs. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's been there like every like last three years or two years, I guess, since it came back last year. Sure, he's a it, staple now. If you're listening to this in podcast form and not on the live YouTube chat, those are the sweet sounds of Ryan Herrera's voice back in Chicago. He's landed. I'm back. How many days? Seventeen. I think it was in total seventeen. Yeah. Do you have a delay tan no thankfully uh, must be nice i'm not even gonna answer that one <laughs> it's 
It's all right. Three hours, man. It was awful. Three hours compared to what? Ten more days. Listen, you got. I don't feel bad for you. No, I know you I don't. I don't feel bad There's for either of you. There's never been a Soaking moment up the in, sun in, in our desert. Own, you got our, 70 degrees in February in Chicago. You should be throwing a party. We it don't get the same windy. UV as you guys do down there. And still sunny right, and nice. That's why, that's why yeah. I'm pale as a ghost right oh. now. But you have all summer to do that. Like You got 70 in Chicago in Nobody summer. took the time in, to, in to climb Camelback, you so right? You didn't have any time? No, I had no time. Maybe Vinny you, did. Vinny might have. Oh, I bet Vinny did. I, yeah. He could just walk right over there. Yeah. I did yeah. my part in Arizona. You know, I was up earlier than I needed to be, but because we had to share a car, you know, made a, made sure I was ready to go every day that I was there. I made Ryan's life easier while I was out there. Credit to me. <laughs> All right. That's that's what I got. Credit to you. Credit to you for See, making you. Ryan's life easier. Uh, <laughs> hey, credit to all the diehards that signed up just in the last 24 hours. Kevin, Sarah, Brian, John, Chad, Daniel, Darnell, Jim, and Clement. Or wow. Clement. Back over Clement? 100. That was, our, that was our month record. Well, wow. Over 100 new diehards just in the month of February. Credit to all of them. We didn't get but to. But these are, these are now leap years. We yeah. didn't get to the 200 we, we said at the beginning of February. Like, let's, let's what, I guess it'd be tripling it at that yeah. point. Yeah, but we but broke our doubling, record. Doubling, it's good. Yeah. Hopefully by good. the end of the year, uh, we get into December. Like, hopefully by then we're, we're getting, we're averaging 200 by then, you know? You know, I don't want to tell the bosses how to do their job, but if they signed up on leap year, they shouldn't have to renew for another four years. <laughs> Facts. Uh, hey, so, you know? Don't, uh, don't well, that would have been a cool way. That, that would have been a cool, cool push. You could have got yeah, a lot of people to what, sign up. You get a four-year membership. A four-year membership. Just in case. That's right. If there's a glitch and we don't know it, it's just going to be like, just just oh, you signed over. up on the 29th. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They don't need to renew. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a great just promotion, a man. <laughs> Take a leap. Yeah. yeah. CHGO, are we going to be here in four years? We hope so. But your diehard membership would carry on no matter what. Yeah. They'll be here. Um, anyway, so it is Leap Day. And I thought before we talked about the game today or anything else going on, we'd play a little Leap Day game. Okay? So three questions for each of us. By the way, shout out to uh, Jay Andrews who said uh, CHGO needs a tanning lotion sponsor. That's true. I could use some. Some call it sunscreen now. I still, still call it suntan lotion. Yeah. Um, and he also, Jay also said the best two, I think it was Jay said best two yeah. years of his cubby life, CHO's yeah. existence. Credit to CHO Cubs. Credit We're to Jay there. for giving Anniversary coming next week. We're almost yeah. there. Monday? Almost Monday, there. I believe, Monday? right? Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Always Wait. followed by my birthday. It's always a wonderful connection. Uh, Chris says in the Super Chat, 499, Cody talked me into Morell hitting 35 bombs as for our leap day predictions. All right. So the first question is, Okay, I'll talk. Are we, we're going to do it by person. We're each going to go through three questions. Three questions we're going to do. Which player is going to take a leap for the Cubs? Sure. Then the next question will be more of a statement. I'm taking a leap. This is going to happen. And the third would be that would make me leap into Lake Michigan. I'm leaping into Lake Michigan if that happens. Yeah. So you want me to go first? Who do you want to go? You want me to go first? Sarah says I should go first. All right. Which player will take a leap. I say Christopher Morell's that guy. Okay. Morell's the guy that's going to... So you're going to answer Qu Chris's super chat. That's right. Yeah. Chris. You said Cody, but you, you but you're, it's for you. So This yeah, is okay. for me. You convince, you convince Chris that he's going to hit 35 bombs. I'm taking a, I'm taking a leap. 
Uh, yeah, I listen. Both of those are, are leaps. Which player is going to take a leap? I say Morrell, and I say 35-plus home runs. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I think he is going to play every day. Even if he can't play third base, I think they're going to find him a lot of playing time this season. And the, the raw power is just there. Yeah. And what, were the, what was the stat I gave a couple, like a week ago? I said they haven't had a 40-home run hitter. Yeah. Since like Derek Lee in 2005. Since D. Lee. Yeah. And they wow. haven't had a 30 home run hitter since Schwarber and Bryant. And Bryant. Yeah. So I think this is where I don't know that he's going to get to 40. I don't know if he's going to catch D. Lee in his almost MVP season, but I do think they're finally going to get their 30 home run hitter. They might have two of them this year, but I think for sure Morrell hits 30 home runs. I'll say 35 plus. As for taking a leap, I think this is a leap based on the fact that really it's a very similar to last year's team. And we're counting a lot on prospects. But I'm going to take a leap and say not only will the Cubs make the postseason this year, I'm going to say the Cubs will win a playoff series. Now, that could be a short wild card series. It could be a very brief series. But I'm going to say they're going to win a playoff series. And what would make me leap into Lake Michigan and shrivel up into a little wrinkled old man? Mm Mm-hmm. If they, don't, if they don't make the playoffs this year, that's going to be more than I can handle. Like mm-hmm. Cody, I might just not even leap into Lake Michigan. I just might slowly walk in there with a cinder block. Mm-hmm. All right, not that – I'm not going that far. But <laughs> that, that's I, I, would, I would jump into Lake Michigan if they don't make the playoffs because this team – the division is so there for the taking, mm-hmm. right, that if they don't do it, to me it would be because – it would be only because of two things. One – the prospects didn't make – the young players didn't make enough of a leap. Mm-hmm. More leaps. There you go. Pun on, leaps yeah, everywhere. Pun not intended that time. And then two would be they weren't aggressive enough this offseason. Now, they were pretty aggressive. They got Ballinger, Imanaga. But when we started this with a dream, it was, hey, let's get Yamamoto and an Otani. <laughs> and then maybe we had Bellinger at the end. Like, we were – that was a leap. It was a dream. It was, it was a dream. Yeah. Clo- probably close to closer to pipe dream. I was going to say reality, not necessarily a dream. It was a, a really dirty fantasy is what it was. <laughs> it was a yeah. baseball fan, dirty fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So that's if they don't make it. Oh, actually I changed my leap, didn't I? You did. Yeah, you did change it. According to the screen that that's I changed. That's why I was it. so confused. Yeah, you're tricking, right. you're tricking Sarah. I'm not reading here. the graphic. I, that was my original one, that they don't make the playoffs. And I thought, no, slack. you know what would make me they leap into Lake slack. Michigan? Marcus Stroman wins the Cy Young for the Yankees. Because they were just like, eh, we're good. Yeah, we're good. I still see how that's going to happen with Garrett Cole on their roster. Well, that's why I'm willing to leap into Lake Michigan. He's not <laughs> winning the Cy Young. But if yeah. he did, it would be one of those what-ifs like, what? Jeez. Yeah. Of course he did. Of course he did, yeah. Of course he stayed healthy and pitched like it, the Cy Young that he was the first half of last would, season yeah, before which, he went to London. Which, would he, be very close. He looked like the Cy Young. Like, there was a right. three-month period where you're like, this guy could actually run. If that run guy was Cy there Young. for a whole year, he'd yep. be in the running at least for Cy Young. Yeah. Yep. So. And that would make me leap into Lake Michigan, <laughs> that they <laughs> let that guy get away. Okay. So, anyways, all right, Ryan, give me, give me your leaps. So, my leap – it's a leap day. Okay. So, my player – which player do I think will take a leap? Uh, I'm going with Miguel Amaya. Backup catcher for now. You know, former, like, like I, I, I don't remember if he was ever the top prospect in the Cubs system, but he was right there near, near the top. 
Um, look, I, I think the the way you hear some of the pitchers and the guys that he works with on the pitching staff talk about him is like we know, right? We know that the defensive catchers, the guys with the the soft factor, like th- that's what the Cubs value right now. Mm-hmm. That's why Jan Gomes is so valuable to that team. Is it's just that kind of stuff, and the offense comes. I don't want to say comes second to it, but it's definitely like a like the offense someone can give you from the catcher position is just a, a huge bonus on top of if the, as long as they can give you um, really good defensive work behind the plate. Um, so Miguel Amaya, like you hear the pitchers, you hear Jan talk to him, talk to, about him, and that's what you hear is just like the, everything he needs to do um, defensively as a catcher, game planning, uh, working with pitchers, calling games, stuff like that. Like he does all of that so well that he has at least a base of like a really good catcher who could be a really good catcher for this team. Um, but we like before the injuries, we heard a lot about the offensive game, right? Like we did like he, that was part of his game too, is that he was had a lot of power. He mm-hmm. was a good hitter. Um, and so he's now, you know, a, over a year removed from the last major injury. And he got now he's gotten a lot of experience at the big league level. I know later in the season it wasn't a lot because Jan was getting a lot of those starts because they were in that end of that playoff hunt. Um, but you know, I, I actually asked Dustin Kelly a couple weeks ago when I was down in Arizona just about what he saw from Amaya at the plate. Um, and he talked about like a guy with a slow heartbeat, a kid that comes from uh, limited minor league at bats because of a lot of injuries. I um, mean, he comes up here and it's looked like he's been here for five years. That's the way Dustin Kelly kind of described him as far as like how his presence at the plate. Um, and so even though he didn't have a ton of obvious success uh, last season, he's got some stuff to prove, obviously, offensively. Uh, and he just didn't get a lot of opportunities at the end of the year just because of the position the team was in. Like I look at it as like, if we're sitting here by the all-star break and Miguel Amaya is the starting catcher for the Cubs more often than Jan Gomes, mm. I wouldn't be completely surprised. And not because of injury. Not because of injury, right? Yeah. Just because he's, he, he does the defensive stuff uh, you know, as a catcher from what the, the pitchers talk about, the pitching coaches, you know, just the coaching staff, the way they talk about it. He does a lot of that stuff well. And if he can take a leap offensively, I, I, I could totally see him uh, becoming just the, the number one starter. Right? Like I, I know Jan is still an important part of this roster and he will be playing a lot for him. Um, but having that one, a one B is going to, if, if, if I can get to that level, I think that'll be huge for him, both defensively, you know, game planning, working with pitching staff, but also offensively, because then that meant that Amaya is starting to reach some of that offensive potential that we have seen from him, at least in the minor league level. Um, yeah. So I'm taking a leap. I, I like Amaya. That's a good one. Yeah. And Take, it'd be really it's, good it's, for the Cubs. Honestly, he's a guy that we probably haven't talked to enough about yeah. this offseason. When you talk about young players, everyone's talking about PCA. Everyone's talking about Morrell. Well, and nobody's saying, oh, Jan Gomes is blocking him. Right? right. Like, we're not. Right. It just doesn't exist. Like, that conversation like, has never been had. Right. It's like we're waiting to see if Amaya is going to, you know, break out some of that potential that we've talked about. Right. So. No, I, I mean, it is a big season for him. You know, Ballesteros is down there, and I know the Cubs still yeah. probably are trying to figure out, like... Pablo was, Allendo he, was up at the sure, starting... Uh, yeah. He was in big league camp to sure, start the year. That's true, too. Um, but, you know, Ballesteros, he's... You know, they I've seen him use in spring already. They've used him at first base some. Obviously, plays catcher as well. Like, they're in the process of figuring that out. But maybe Allendo is the guy that, you know, they 
feel could be something as well. They, I mean, I mean, hell, have, you even if you're just looking at it this season, like Jorge Alfaro still there, right? Like, yeah, Cub, you know, future Cubs legend Jorge Alfaro. Okay, <laughs> they have depth at catcher. Yeah. So again, like it's it's kind of like what we what I've said about Morel and the defense. Like this is this is all on Amaya now to take control of the job, man. Yeah. Like Morel needs to play solid defense at third this spring to earn that that job, and Amaya's got to impress with the bat a little bit. I felt like at the end of last year, he was he also let a ball a lot of balls go like let a lot of balls go by him as well. You know, it, everything that he gave the Cubs last year, like no one expected it yeah. anyway. Well, remember, so he it's came hard up to like out of nowhere. Yeah, like he came up and we were all like surprised, right? Right, like so, whoa, he's here, right? Yeah, and at the end of the day, it was better it was better to watch him go through the ups and downs than watching Tucker Barnhart take another at bat for sure. Uh, but this is like this is a year where he's coming off a healthy offseason. Got something to prove, man. He's got to earn earn his uh his spot on the on the roster. I think he'll obviously be on the opening day roster, but yeah. he's got to earn that starting position uh as time goes on. And you know, Jan Gomes is even though he's older, he still, you know, works well with the pitching staff as everyone says. They have all kinds of respect, all these things, but you know, we got to look at the future too. And yeah. Jan, if Jan Gomes is playing the same amount of games as last year, starting as many games as he did last year, we're in trouble. We are. So, I'm with you on Amaya. At least you know, being being a big, uh, having potential to have big impact. Him, this him year. taking a leap would be really big for this team. What's your yes, leap yeah. statement? I'm taking a leap. Uh, say Suzuki is going to hit 30 plus homers this year. Not 30. You're not going 35 like I did with well, Momo. What he hit 20 this past season. Um, he he's just a guy that we, we we talk about right we talk about him since he came in here about when he's going to really start to well, at the beginning it was like how, how long is the adjustment going to take mm-hmm. you know how long will, will it be till we see the hitter and then this last season it was like when can he find that offensive success consistently mm-hmm. because he had his ups and downs like i i want i want to say it was may mm-hmm. was like one of his best months of the year but then like april wasn't very good and then june july you just saw his numbers continue to dip before obviously August and September were much, much better for him. Um, but that's also a good spot for him to end the season on, go into the off season with a lot of confidence and, you know, with some knowledge of what he needs to work on. So, you know, I'm looking at this um, just August and September total out of his 20 home runs last year. I want to say it was, um, he had 12 of them just in August and September. So a third of the year he had 12, um, I I'm of the belief that we we'll, going into year three, like we're just going to see a more consistently good offensive say a Suzuki, right? I, I don't think I don't think we'll see a lot of the ups and downs, right? We're two years in, he's 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 had the adjustment period, whether it's on the field, off the field, he's gotten all that, and. I, I mean, I just look at him as like, this is a guy when we're talking about the Cubs don't have any 30 home run guys. Like, I think they have potential to be, or a couple of them that have potential to be those 30 home run guys. And to me, Suzuki's one of them. I think he's got the power. He's got the bat to ball skills. He's got, you know, every, yeah, he's got the approach. Got to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Just being healthy and staying consistent and not letting the lows get too low. That's going to be a test for Suzuki, right? We clearly has not shown that at the major league level that he can do that. Um, but if we're talking about te- if we're talking about taking leaps, I think year three that's when we really see take a leap Suzuki shine as a hitter and thirty home runs is not out of the question for me. Feet first, there yeah. you go. 
Yeah. Okay, and then leaping into Lake Michigan. Yeah, what would make you jump into uh, Lake Michigan? MLB takes away the pitch clock. Oh, <laughs> leap into Lake Michigan. I'll we quit. all leap yeah, into I'll Lake Michigan. I'll just quit. I won't watch happens. baseball again. <laughs> I was going to say, when you talked about like the putting the cinder blocks on your feet and then leaving. That like, would be a cinder block move. Either that or I'll just quit <laughs> watching baseball forever. No, I mean, We're going to need to find new podcasters oh, for CSU yeah. Cubs. Like it dropped. <laughs> we'll just cancel the podcast. I was looking at it from back right at the end of the season. The average time, this is from ESPN, the average time of nine of a nine-inning major league game dropped to two hours and forty minutes. Okay. In the first year of the pitch clock, a twenty-four-minute decrease in a season. That's a um, twenty-four minutes every day. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's like twenty-four doesn't seem like that long. Especially you know how much you, can happen in twenty-four? Well, have you ever watched that show? <laughs> That's twenty-four hours. We'd but. already be twenty-four minutes into a show. Yeah. Like yeah. exactly. So yeah, so he like, saves the world every episode. So twenty-four minutes does not seem like that long, especially if you're you know one person. Go to the game like three times a year, right? right? If you're someone that's at the game, like your season ticket holder, that's a lot of time. If you're someone in the media that's there all the time, if you're that's right. Watching the game every single day, get a whole year. Your life the faster back. the game gets, the faster the game goes, the less money I'll spend at the ballpark. There you go. There's a lot of benefits to yeah. it. So and uh, and again, and actually, I had this conversation with an Uber driver when I was out in Arizona, <laughs> just about the pitch clock and just. When you're talking about building the game, was it one of those taxi cab confession shows? No, I, I've always wanted to be on one of them. Not the confession show, but like the game show. I got a confession. If they get rid of this, what was that? Uh, cash cab. Cash cab. Cash yes. Cab. No, but I was talking about about the pitch clock, and it's like, as far as growing the game, when games just felt like they were dragging all the time. There was there was a lot of time in between action. Yeah. There's the, the pre pitch clock. It just felt like. You could go 30 seconds to a minute in between pitches, and it felt mm. like it was taking that long, even if 24 minutes doesn't seem like that long. Mm. But now it's just it, the pacing. The pacing is the one thing. Is The pacing is quicker. There's 15 to 20 seconds now between action. And I think just as far as growing a game, you want to get people to watch, especially young kids who we know just kids these days, attention spans are a lot shorter than they used to be. Like having that much time in between, consistently in between pitches – May not be, it may not be the best way to grow it. So adding the pitch clock was great, and it helps me out. Uh, Twenty four minutes a day, apparently, yeah, it helps out. Everybody. And <laughs> so yes, that's that's my leaping in a lake Michigan. Just don't don't do it to me. Don't yeah. do it to me. Thanks, thanks, Becky. We are good people. You are too. Am I not? Rachel said, what, "She's what not sure what to make out of you." Apparently, I'm not. She's, With the she's tan, she can't even out. tell who you are. She's yeah, like, she's trying to figure out so who you tan. are. Is that Ryan? Yeah. There was a good run of Becky saying I was also a good person, and <laughs> now we've gone backwards. I'm not sure what happened, but she's a five star. We'll she's a five star member. Five star, we'll work yeah. on it. All right, Cody, hit us up. All right, which player is uh, going to take a leap? Well, I mean, I didn't know you were taking Morel, but but the th- I wanted to not talk about Morel today since we talked about okay. him so much so right. I took Luke Little. Oh, different. I like that. Is it because I met Luke Little's dad at spring training? Perhaps. But don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, all right? Those are the facts. Um, we're talking about leaps, man. Like this guy could be a huge difference maker in the bullpen this year. Power, left-handed pitcher. I mean, I have dreamed of guys like this to come in and like earn a role, make, you know, be able to potentially uh, be pitching meaningful innings, like high leverage innings down the stretch for this this team. And I think that Luke Little, you know, uh, based off talking to his dad on top of just my own thoughts, like kid seems motivated. He's trying to make the roster. I don't know if he'll make the roster right out of spring, but like, you know, by the end of the year, I expect him to be on the roster and I expect him to be kind of like surprising a lot of us. That That's my leap. 
that look, for, looking forward to all the national broadcasts. And he's not so little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Hear that joke every so, time. So yeah, no, Luke Little. I think he's a guy kind of like what with Ryan was saying about Miguel Amaya. Like, I don't think a lot of people have talked about him in terms of like what he could potentially do to help this team be really good this year. So um, I think again, it might take a little while to see it play out. I don't expect it to just show up. Um, I think it's uh, you know finding the role, getting going through some of the ups and downs because yeah, he didn't have a he didn't have a lot of innings in September last year because mm-hmm. David Ross wouldn't use him. Uh, but he's gonna get. I think once he gets back to the majors, if he doesn't make the roster out of the spring, I think he'll he'll get an opportunity to 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 earn a high leverage spot uh, or earn high leverage innings. You know, at some point in the season. So that's that's my leap. All right. Uh, or a player leap, right? Um, my leap, uh, I guess, is PCA winning NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, it's a leap, especially it, because yeah. it doesn't seem like he's going to make the opening day roster. Right. So, and, you know, when you talking about the Cubs, you know, winning a playoff series, mm-hmm. I think if that actually happens, not only make the playoffs, but win a playoff series, it's going to be because PC, Pete Cor Armstrong's on this roster and – kind of just doing what he does right so um of course it's going to matter how many at bats he's getting and all of this stuff we know the defense is there but how will the cubs get him in the lineup with cody bellinger on this roster uh some probably look at it as a a big question i don't necessarily look at look at it as a big question but um i think that craig council will find a way when he if he doesn't make it out of spring he will eventually be on this roster. And I think he's going to be that spark plug that we kind of talked about last year that the Cubs were hoping certain guys would be like everyone hoped that Matt Mervis was going to be that spark plug at, in May of last year to help the offense that was struggling. Right. And you know, the guys that, you know, including PCA that came up in September being the, that spark mm-hmm. plug. Well, now after an off season of adjusting and all this, um, I think PCA could, could really be that guy for them and uh, you know, help help this team win a few more games than than what we're expecting. So that's why I'm going PCA to win uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh. I mean, it's going to be hard, especially yes. if he's not up to start the year. Um, especially we've when you seen it before, that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the the Ed Bellinger signing though makes it less likely that he'll make the team. Don't yeah, you think? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, and I especially considering the talk around Michael Bush and just what mm-hmm. you know the opportunities they want to give him at first base. Sure. Right now, the logical place is for Bellinger to start the season in center field, which obviously impacts PCA. Now, obviously, if he is able to, you know, force his way to the big league team, they're going to have to find a spot for him. But right. um, as far as starting the season, it's, it's I, I, yeah, I think I'd lean towards he's not, which is just going to make it harder um, if, for that to come true. But I mean, it's definitely not out of the question. We, like you said, we have seen it before, and he's. The, he's a top 20 prospect in baseball for a reason the best mm-hmm. prospect in the Cubs system for a reason so sure we'll see um and then finally uh I'll be leaping into Lake Michigan if the Cardinals find a fountain of youth because they're oh, yeah their team that came straight from the uh retirement home uh if they find the fountain of youth they will I think that they will make the playoffs um oh that's and when I say Vomit. that, I'm talking about Lance Lynn. I'm talking about Kyle Gibson. I'm talking about Sonny Gray. I'm talking about Brandon Crawford. You know, doing a retirement tour for whatever reason with the Cardinals at like almost 40 years old and somehow being, 
you know, a depth piece that helps them win games. Like, I'm not bought in on them, but if their young guy or if their old older players, their old veteran players perform like they have in the past, but like at a, at this point in their careers, keep continue to do it, um, I think we're gonna have an issue. <laughs> like I'm gonna have an issue. I'm gonna be uh, jumping into Lake Michigan. So yeah, or leaping into Lake Michigan. Either one. Yeah. I mean, diving, diving. That's, that's like, the big, like the lake diver. Should yeah. jump a run and a jump. Cannon, that's, cannonballing. That's the big question for them, man. Is they they're old, dude. Especially in the rotation, they're old. But like, they are who they are, and it scares me. So, to the Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate them, man. <laughs> I hate them more than anything on this planet, man. But. Uh, you know, Sonny Gray's probably the one out of that where I think he'll probably be what he is. I know that, you know, he's had injury problems in the past, stuff like that. But, you know, of all the rest of them, you know, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson. Yeah, I, that, that's, I'm, a, that's that, a leap in the that's, lake. That's a if – they, if they are good for that organization, yeah. I'm Polar plunge. Leaping. Yeah, I'll be leaping into the lake. Yeah. At, at this point in their careers, whatever, yeah. man. I just uh, need to address this because I see it in the chat and it's kind of – Pissing me off. Um, John. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Listen, you're catching this guy after a long road trip. Oh. Long trip. Long well, time away. Yesterday I yelled at bar. All right. All right. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Say your piece. Just John DeBecky. One, I, I never complained about my job. Like, I made a joke about the pitch clock. Like, we're joking right, up that's here. That's right. Right. Um, I am fortunate enough to right. be in the job that I really like to do, mm-hmm. and I don't take that for granted. Um, you know, and, and I respect everything that you said in here as far as working construction, double shifts, working summers, working side jobs. I have a lot of family members. My dad, especially, he's a plumber. He worked, I don't know, 12 hour days plus my entire life growing up right. to help you support us. With him. Yeah. I have summers, winters, plenty of weekends. I did the same stuff with him. I decided I did not want to go into that, to, to, to doing that because I did not enjoy it. My dad loves it and he works hard and he gave me a good life raising, uh, you know, raising me when I was growing up. Great life. And I, now I am now fortunate to be working in a job that I don't have to do that, that I, again, not a job I'm complaining about. I love this job. I made a joke. And for whatever reason that got you upset, but now you're pissing me off because I have plenty of respect <laughs> for the people that do that. I have plenty of family members, friends that do that job, and I respect it, and I respect that you do it, but don't come at me telling yeah, me yeah. to grow up and all that stuff when I'm making a joke. That's all I'm going to say. Craig I Brindle think he was telling me to grow up. Or he said something. Yeah, he was telling me to grow up. Or he told oh, me Sarah to grow up, yeah. That's okay. He told me to stop whining or something <laughs> let's, like that. Uh, let's, <laughs> I mean, can we just be a little bit nicer on the he chat? He doesn't know That's me. All I'm asking I don't know for. him. He said, he said, poor guy. He said, for me to stop whining. We're making jokes up here. This is a fun podcast. But fun! For, for stuff that you don't know me, I'm telling you that I know exactly what you're talking about. I've done it. I don't do it for a living. I have done it plenty in my life, and I can respect it. So don't. Just don't come at me like that. F right? is for friends who do stuff together. U <laughs> is for you and me. Try it. No. And it's for no, Ryan's not having time at all. No. Listen, you can stop. He's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a short Spongebob, fuse. Baby. He said Let's it the other go. day. He's got a short fuse coming off that trip. He's like, I want out of here. I want out of here. I want to, I'm done with this. I want to go home. That's okay. No, I'm with Desert. Ryan. Ryan was telling me about how he was helping his Dust dad uh, one of these yeah. days the last couple nope. weeks before he went to Arizona. So I, 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 I feel you. Yeah, I worked I worked a job right the week before I left. 
you know, I could leave here, go out to the burbs and help my dad out with a side job. I did it. Not fun. No, it's not. And again, that's, that's why for me personally, and I don't know if John enjoys what he does. Like I, I hope he does because I hope right. he, he, he enjoys what he does for a living. Me personally did not enjoy it. And so I decided to go a different route. Which is okay. But I respect the people that, that go down That's that right. I we do, can always sure. make the joke about how we want shorter games, though. That's okay. That, again, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. We <laughs> realize yeah. that we have jobs that would be more difficult yes. if we were digging yeah. ditches. Yes. We understand. Sure. Yes, uh, absolutely. Hey, I tell you what was disappointing is to see the, the news uh, this morning that Brennan Davis is in concussion protocol after being hit by a pitch on Tuesday. Yeah. He's... Now, Craig Council calls it a, quote, mild concussion. Personally, I would never use that term. Uh, he can sure. because he's a manager maybe he knows more. A brain injury, you have no idea what it's going to do the next day. That's, that's the problem with brain injuries. You, you have no idea. Somebody can think they're going to be fine that next day, and they are fine. And then a week later, the concussion still bothered me, and the brain is so powerful and so finicky and like I don't want to see that this guy's haven't had enough injury problems I want to see him be healthy and reach his potential as a baseball player yeah. whether that's with the Cubs or, or he ends up with another franchise um, from going from a top 15 prospect in baseball yeah. to now have all these injuries it doesn't it seems real unfortunate it sucks it, it sucks sad. for and that's for anyone right anyone that yeah. just like because these guys dedicate years of their lives their entire lives and and every day in those years to making it to the big leagues right guys in the minor leagues they are grinding every day going to you know some cities that just you know not playing in front of big crowds like whatever it is like they're grinding every day for that shot to get to the big leagues and when we first started this pod like brennan davis looked to be right on that track to be debuting yeah. and you know it's been a couple of years now and he hasn't and a large part because of just injuries have derailed him and, and just kind of um you know, force him to the sideline, put him on the shelf. And yeah, so it sucks. It sucks to see. I remember talking to him at, you know, Cubs convention and, and during spring and him talking about him feeling as healthy as he's felt in a long time and ready to kind of go out there and, and prove it. And Cody, you were at the game against the Giants. Yeah, the uh, Scottsdale game. And yeah. He had a home run, looked good. And, and that's good for him. And yeah, like Luke said, like, I just don't know if it's going to, if it's going to come with the Cubs. They got, you know, they got two guys locked into the corners for the next three years. Bellinger potentially being around for another th for three seasons, right? They got a bunch of prospects who are outfielders. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's going to come with the Cubs, but, yeah, he, he was a top 15 prospect for a reason a couple of years ago. And, it, yeah, it would be nice to see a guy who's had to deal with a bunch of stuff in the last two years mm -hmm. get that opportunity. And, and whether, it, whether it works out or not, just to get that opportunity to, again, live the dream he's worked so hard for for yeah, a long time. I mean, what makes it even more unfortunate too is that like you brought up the home run he hit in Scott at the at Scottsdale the other day. Like he is off to a nice start in the spring to this point. I mean, it's only been a handful of games, but it was a it was a nice start. And he was someone that I said that you know results don't matter in the spring, but if there was one or two people that you needed to show the results, it would have been him if he was going to somehow make this roster. You know what I mean? He was going to have to, you know, perform at a level that, you know, it's it's too it, it that's too good for you to just ignore or to you know sit back, right? Um, so yeah, now with this concussion setting him back, it sucks. And, and you, you, the most unfortunate part about it is it's not even his fault. Like he got hit by a pitch. Brutal. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like 
I use this kind of as like, you know, the injury that Bellinger got last year in Houston. He made an incredible catch and then was out for a month because he came down wrong on his knee or whatever. Or and Nico it, and running into the umpire. Yeah, Nico running into that umpire in San Diego two years ago, right? Like, it, it's just an unfortunate thing. I can't put any blame on the kid for, you know, doing whatever, you know. It's, it's just one of those things. And, like, that's – it's – that's what makes it so tough sometimes with, uh, you know, in sports because, like, we see guys, you know, have look – like, in his case, I mean, when we did start this podcast, he did look like he was going to be a mainstay in this organization for a long time. And now with, you know, the guys that they have in the outfield, the boatload of prospect outfield prospects they have, it's like I, I don't know where he's going to yeah. fit in. And so at this point, for me, it's just like I hope he's able to come back and – yeah, you know, I, I just feel like he's for sure going to be part of some trade at some point with the Cubs uh, if he's healthy. And uh, yeah, no, again, again, if, even if that happens, if he's not right. with the Cubs, like getting an opportunity, mm-hmm. regardless of the team, is like that. That would be good to see for a guy who just went through a lot of stuff the last yeah. couple of years. He seems like a really good kid too, based off like yeah, the people nice that guy. I've talked to. So yeah. I'm going to try my British accent. Rachel, tell me how it is. She said, <laughs> and he was looking proper class too. Feel for him. <laughs> was that okay? Uh, uh, she'll let you know. She'll, uh, let, yeah, me know. she'll let me know. Probably I, not very me, good. It's not even my best effort, really. I give it a six. Yeah. Six out of ten. We'll see what I'm Rachel. under the weather. Rachel's Remember, definitely more of an expert. She's probably a favorite. Guys, the most unexpected, unscripted, unforgettable motorsports experience for families and fans in the world today returns to Chicagoland for an adrenaline-charged weekend at the All-State Arena, March 1st through 3rd. That's this weekend. The world's best drivers show off crazy skills in all-out racing and fierce head-to-head battles for the event championship. Engineered to perfection, the 12,000-pound Monster Jam trucks push all the limits in the freestyle style skills donuts mm, donuts and racing competitions the arena series west champion to receive a highly coveted automatic bid to the prestigious monster jam world finals to compete for the title of world champion see world-class athletes in action performing the craziest stunts in motorsports experience big-time family fun at monster jam unexpected unscripted unforgettable this is Monster Jam. See it live at the Allstate Arena March 1st through 3rd this weekend. Link for tickets in the description. Wheels, wheels, wheels. Boom. Boom. You got me so excited. Yeah. The last two days, you've gotten me excited with this app. Woo! Quite I saw him. I drove by Allstate Arena on the way here. Saw the trucks? Uh, trucks are outside. Oh, yeah. Nice. Bigfoot, Gravedigger, they were all out oh. there. Those tires out of 650 pounds. Yeah. That's right. They were out there. What basking in the sun. I think I said three thousand was my. Cat. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little high. <laughs> All together, whatever. Close, you know. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm not the best judge. I did get uh, when I read that. I did uh, donuts. I was like, wait a minute. I'm, now I really need to go to this thing. Donuts. Mm-hmm. But it's you know. Rachel gave you a four. Yeah, it was. But you, she said your ad read was one hundred out of ten. So. Big Dave, I think, holds the crown though for Big that Dave. one. Big Dave, yeah, he, uh, in every he holds the crown for uh, yeah. crown for, for everything. everything. Yeah, for yeah. everything. He gives yeah. the hugs. best hugs. Too. Big Dave is an entertainer. Yeah. That's right. He's hugs a professional. Oh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Cody, what about prize picks? Oh, prize picks! Don't get me started about prize picks. Oh, no, wait, let's get started. Here, let's let's get started, picks. right? <laughs> uh, it's the the late. It's yeah, I can't talk. The largest <laughs> daily fantasy sports platform in North America. All right. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. You don't have to play your friends. It's just you against these people making the 
setting the lines, right? Instead of battling thousands of others, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. You can even do futures on there, which I had someone DM me on Twitter this past weekend asking me, he gave me like five different things he could put in his price picks entry uh, related to baseball futures. One of them included Justin Steele's strikeouts for the season. It was like 170 or something like that. Uh, and so, like, if you're into baseball futures, like I know I am, you know, Luke thinks the Cubs are going to make the playoffs and win a playoff series. You can put Cubs, put Cubs to make the playoffs in there. You could put Justin Steele strikeouts, like my the guy on Twitter who DM me. Uh, you could put, you know, Morel over on homers probably. 35 plus home runs. Yeah, I bet I don't even have to go that Say high. Say Suzuki over on his homers because I'm sure it's not in the 30s, right? Um, and then just watch the winnings roll in, brother, because, like, it, it's one of those, the future's one, and you got to wait for it, but because it's you add so many in there, you can, that just adds up more money you can possibly possibly win down the road, right? If they all hit, of course. You're, if they all hit, man, that's a hell of a win, all right? If you do a futures one. But you can do stuff like t- tonight's slate uh, as well. Uh, my personal experience, uh, you know, I did one, uh, you know, an NFL one uh, back last season. Mm-hmm. All Bears didn't win anything. Got them all wrong. But you know what? I'm, I'm also not, not good. All right. I, I just openly self-awareness. I, it's self-awareness. I'm openly not good on prize picks, but you can be better than me. Yeah. All right? I swear you really can. All right. All it takes is just being smarter. Uh, and a lot of people love to tell me that I'm not smart. So again, just be smarter than me. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash CHGO and use code CHGO for your first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CHGO and use code CHGO. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Boom. Uh, Charlie Ruby says Morell will take a leap. Tyone will bounce back and not be a terrible pitcher again this year. That's his. Uh, he's taking a leap. And then he uh, says he'll leap into Lake Michigan if St. Louis resurrects to win the division. Absolutely, Charlie. Yeah, I hear you on that. I can't agree there. Well, Tyon, uh, Tyon, he's a sub three ERA. Like, if he gave you like a three four ERA, like you're probably happy about that. Mm-hmm. Just because ERA is not the biggest indicator, but like three four is not a bad ERA by any no. means. We're talking about him bouncing back. Uh, you know, we were talking about Brennan Davis and the injuries, and obviously Chris Bryant uh, on the Rockies. That's who the Cubs played today. And uh, KB talked to the Athletic in the last couple mm-hmm. days. It was an interesting article. You know, it was it, some of it is about how he ended up choosing the Rockies, um, how he's feeling there now when he realizes uh, they don't have the prospects that he thought they had, and they're going nowhere, and he knows it, but he's got this big contract. Um, We have a couple quote boards. Uh, This is just talking about free agency and how he got there. He said, oh, shoot, I need to get there. He's talking about signing the deal and getting to spring training. He said, there were other teams interested, but I didn't want to wait around. It was a completely different situation for a lot of free agents at the time. I guess I didn't do as much research into the prospects as I could. The benefit for that is he got an insane contract. Yeah. Like, if I were him, I'd, you know, maybe I'd feel a little bit differently. I, I'd just be happy I had the cash. Sure. But I get it. Like, it's not everything once, you, once you're trying to – when he says, looking back on it, honestly, I wish things went a little differently. I don't know if he means necessarily not going to Colorado. He did talk about also coming to Wrigley Field, 
and the billboard yeah. worth the wait before he even gets there. And he was worth the wait. He won rookie of the year. You know, he, he won league MVP, he won a world series. He was worth the wait. Um, but the pressure that came along with that. And I don't know that his personality ever was a perfect fit for that. Right. Like, yeah, sure. There was the Bryant Rizzo, Brizzo, the Brizzo commercials, but in general, the Chris Bryant's awesome. a pretty quiet guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so for me, when it comes to him deciding on going to Colorado or whatever, I think people got to also remember that he signed like right after the lockout ended. Yeah. He was part of like the free agents that were left that didn't sign before the lockout. Uh, and, you know, it's like this. It, well, I mean, it was the kind part, of a flurry to get them. Right. Like, bring, remember, right? like when we started this podcast, we did like just all these like quote unquote off season shows. And then randomly the lockout ends. <laughs> and we're just in, like, yeah. you were yeah. rushing to get out to Arizona. Like all the, like it was just the, the, the fastest spring training that I, that has ever happened. It feels like and when I think back to it and, you know, in, in some aspects, I understand where he's coming from on that because it did feel like, you know, it was surprising when he went to Colorado, right? Like, Oh, nobody it, had them as a team no. landing Chris Bryant. And, and and it still doesn't make any sense to me that Colorado was even interested because it's like you, you gave $50 million and Owen Arenado to yeah. St. Louis for a couple washing machines and then you decide to give Chris Bryant all this money, make it make sense, it never will, all right? They don't know what they're doing. Right. It, it is what it is, right? But as far as Chris Bryant, his decision and all that, like, I do give, I do look at it a little bit differently than I think a lot of fans that I've read online today are. And the fact that, like, you know, again, spring training came around after the lockout ended and you just had to pick a team. And you have to remember, during the lockout, teams weren't talking to players right like you couldn't and so like that whole process was so quick so maybe that has something to do with it and I don't feel I don't when I read the article I don't remember that being mentioned and so I I just want to put that out there for people to perhaps take that into account so now as far as me as a fan like you know we've talked about it at at ends like, like I'm at a point where I'm just I I just sad for the guy, man. Like he, so he DFW Susie he, said he, sad article. It, it quite literally, he quite literally is just another version of Derrick Rose, right? Like ha, at a peak, peak was on MVP on his route to be a Hall of Fame player, in my opinion. And that's not happening now. And it's not going to no matter happen how much he bounces it, back. It's and, not and happening. a large part because of injuries, yeah. right? It would and, be like the comeback story of all time, if right? It right. Hall of Fame player. And so that's what makes <laughs> me sad. Because he's an all-time talent, man. He's one of the greatest talents, and I would argue is, are, I would argue that he's a top five talent that's ever even played for the Cubs. And I, I didn't watch Ernie Banks, I didn't watch Billy R- Williams, I didn't watch Ron Sano, but all I know is that Chris Bryant won College Player of the Year, Minor League Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, won MVP, and helped the. Chicago Cubs, a 108 cursed team, not only win MVP, but help lead them to the World Series and win the World Series. He did something that no one else has ever done in this organization. He's one of the greatest talents to ever come to this organization, period. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what all the old people that are going to yell at me about, because I know the old people are going to yell at me about this. He is one of the greatest talents to ever play for this organization, and it's freaking sad. It's freaking sad 
that his career has panned out like this, and it's largely just because of injuries. Yeah. That's that's what makes me sad about it the most. So, yeah, take that with what you More will. decorated yeah. than Rizzo. Yeah? Yeah. I, I Not was, even questionable. I was afraid for a second that you were going to say top five ever, like in the game. And I'm like, yo. No, 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 like, no, no. Like, I'm just saying, no, no, talent-wise, no, talent-wise, he, he I, is up there, man. Yeah. For sure he yeah. is. No, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were going to say top five in baseball, and then you, you specified cuz. I'm like, oh, okay, we're not no, getting too no, crazy no. on today's show. He did have – he <laughs> was a he was a phenom when he got no, drafted he awesome. and all that shit, right? I just well, want him – even if it's with the Rockies or even if he ends up playing well and the Rockies are able to trade him with the contract, yeah. as long as he doesn't go to the Cardinals and, and do well, I hope his career finishes on an upswing. Yeah. No, I mean, not. that's what I'm at a point, too, is I just hope his back end – the rest of the back end of his career – you know, it's productive and people aren't just talking about those three years, those right. first three years of the Cubs, you know? Yeah. No, he's like a guy that had all these expect expectations on him because of his college career, because of how good he was in the minor leagues, because of how quickly he shot through the system and got to the big leagues. And he lived up to them at least to start the year, like he, or to start his career. It was rookie, like you said, rookie of the year, MVP, World Series, um, champion. And then even 2017 was another great year where like, I don't know. I don't know where he ended up finishing in like MVP voting or anything. Or if but like he had another great year that was like maybe not as good as 16, but at least comparable, right? Yeah. So it was like three great years to start his career. Yeah, and then and then injuries start taking its toll on him. And yeah, so that's that's where it's sad because he was one of those guys that like you look at Bryce Harper had all this hype around him when he got drafted, and he's lived up to every little bit of it, right? He's Bryant was in the same way. He was one of those guys that like immediately lived up to the hype like you weren't you weren't sitting there like like i don't i don't know anyone that sat there and said chris bryant was a bust after a month into his well it took him like a month to hit a home run right something like mm -hmm. that um but like no one was saying that but he was you got to the end of that rookie season and you're like yeah this guy is exactly what yeah. the cubs thought he was gonna be like the, well, every, every 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 hype <laughs> video or every everything that yeah. hyped him up were like yeah you know that's he's kind of living up to that right now, and then yeah, and then it, so it sucks after the first three years where um, you just saw the climb just a lot in part because of injuries. Yeah, I just you know again I think related to his decision to go into Colorado, I think that it, it's always going to be something that I'm never going to understand. I would I feel like we even if he had all these injuries, I think we would think differently if he had gone to a team that like was trying to win. Right. So. Uh, one more super chat real quick before we get to Empire. Uh, DFW Susie says, a round of blue moons for the quality boots on the ground. Spring training coverage from Ryan and Cody. Well said, DFW Susie. $10. You, Thank you. Uh, hey, guys. With Empire today, you get to shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs. Quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats. But Empire can't be beaten on quality, service, and speed. So, Competitors advertise low-quality products that Empire simply won't carry. Empire's philosophy is help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with a thousand choices and substitutes. They leave out all the junk. And they have the virtual floor designer, too. That's great. You take a picture, snap it on your phone, and you can see what those new floors will look like in any space in your home. It's super convenient. Shopping for floors at a big-box store can be frustrating because you might be talking to somebody who was working in lumber the day before, plumbing the day before that, or out with the flowers the day before that. They provide them, pride themselves on their convenient shopping experience, service their own warranties as well. 
Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when you use the promo code CHGO, four letters, CHGO, CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. Should uh, have a blue moon for yeah. uh, Joe Hudson, who has a homer and has caught two runners stealing. Well, yeah, he's having himself a cactus league. Uh, yeah, he's that's Joey Hud. He's, he's catching everyone's eye a little bit. Huddy. Not, not yeah. the first time we've mentioned his name in the spring. Yeah, and there's Huddy. only one beer to drink to celebrate that, and that is Blue Moon. Absolutely. Blue Moon made brighter. Get Blue Moon delivered and see delivery options by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash chgo. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I, I had me a Blue Moon or two when I was down in Arizona. It was Did you? great. Yeah. You know, after the sun goes down and you know, you're finally recovering from mm-hmm. the from the Arizona heat, you just chill out with a chill out with a nice Blue Moon. The Blue Moon I had at the airport was the only good part of the three hour delay. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. But it would have been if there was no delay as well. That's true. Uh, Did you see Joey Votto? By the way, I can't believe he still doesn't have a team. I know he didn't play well last year, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And I don't know that he fits on the Cubs, although they're collecting first baseman. So what the heck? Why not? Uh, He says he put an Instagram story out saying, I I can't take this anymore. It's making me sick. I'm not going to return my shopping carts if this continues. He wants a, he wants a team. Then he shows himself pushing the shopping cart towards the little cubicle thing, and it stops. This guy is such a gift. He and he's going he's gonna to be so great in whatever he does afterwards. I hope he does media stuff. Yeah. But he's just, man, of guys that I like that play on, I guess, what should be a rival. I don't know if the Reds are really a rival, but I like him. Yeah, well, and, and you mentioned the media part. Like, he did some broadcasts with the yeah. Reds. Was it last year or the year before? And, like, I didn't list, watch any of them, obviously, but from what I, like, read or heard, like, he was really good on so Great yeah, with I, the fans. Great with little yeah, kids at sure, games. Man. Great He's personality. Great personality in the yeah. game. That's why Cody says, like, one of the few NL Central guys that kill the Cubs that he – I'm okay with it. He is yeah. my favorite Cubs killer. Undoubtedly, <laughs> my favorite Cubs killer. Guaranteed he, he drinks Blue Moon. Oh, for sure. Yep. That helps yeah. out. I'm – Joey Votto, it's so unbelievable that he has not been signed yet. I mean, I know he had he hadn't been very good the last couple of years, largely because of injuries. Yeah, he only came played back. sixty-five games last year. Right, yeah. He came back last year and he wasn't very good. But I I mean shit, if we're gonna give minor league deals to Dom Smith and Garrett Cooper, why not Joey Votto? Just let him come play at Wrigley for a year. I have a mentor some guys. Yes. I, I Hey I, Michael Bush, wanna learn from this guy? Yeah. I can't believe the Cubs haven't, like, entertained the idea of it. But no other team is, too. So I, maybe the league is seeing something in his swing or something. I, 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 the Delmetrics say he's not done. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't to, want to put words in your mouth, but that's what I read At this point, I'm surprised the Dodgers haven't just given him, the, like, the Albert Pujols right. contract yeah. they gave him. You know what I mean? Like, I would hate to see jo- Joey Votto go to the Dodgers, but if there was one thing that would get me to cheer for the Dodgers in the playoffs at all, it's if Joey Votto gets a ring. Because he is a Hall of Fame player who, unfortunately, wasted his entire career with the Reds. 
Yeah, just didn't have a ton of opportunities to right. to get that ring. Right. Yeah, and to your point about the Cubs and the Reds not being rivals, I don't know about that. They played that spring year. training game. <laughs> they played that spring training game earlier. Uh, what like over the weekend or whatever it was. Maybe I don't know. What sometime within the last couple of days. And Cubs and Reds Twitter were going at each other. Well, like, Rizzo tried to fight him. Training. Wasn't that yeah. the team he tried to fight, yeah. Rizzo? Yeah. yeah. Like, they were the going at each other uh, on Javi. Cubs also, and yeah. Reds Javi Twitter. Also. It was, it was weird. Like, I've never yeah, seen I've never seen the these <laughs> things happen. The broom was amazing. So, I mean, maybe I maybe that, that will be – maybe it will turn into a rivalry this year just because both teams are, you know, set to be competitive, you know. And we'll see. Now that you guys are back from your big uh, Arizona trip, maybe you're in the market for a new vehicle. If you are, we've got some great news for you. Our partner – Ray Chrysler, Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake is celebrating their President's Day sales event all month long. So time's running out on this one. Get over there this afternoon, and you know what it means. Able to shop presidential savings on their wide selection of inventory. For a limited time, 20% off MSRP on all remaining 2023 Jeep Gladiator models with dealer discount. Number one for new vehicle quality among mid-sized trucks, says J.D. Power, and that's not all. Shop their last call on select Dodge Challenger and Charger models. Dodge is the most powerful muscle car brand, so you don't want to miss out on their last call with over 20 Dodge muscle cars to choose from. And at Race CDJR, you're always able to shop on the Chicagoland's largest inventories, drive home with more money in your pocket, thanks to the Ray Price Promise. Don't miss out. Shop great deals the rest of the month. That's it. Got a couple hours left. Save big because Ray CDJR makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever and that's not all you get that free oil change here a couple hours left mention chgo at the service center chgo when you book online at racedgar slash service got to schedule that before the 29th so you got you're running out of time but i guarantee you <laughs> that march is going to have some great deals too so if you're in the market for a new vehicle then you got to check out our team at ray chrysler dodge jeep and ram they're the only team we recommend visit them today and in march on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. Uh, real quick and before serving we Serving them well. Serving them well. Since you better believe it. Um, before we go, anybody worried about Drew Smiley? Or no, it's spring training. You know. <laughs> It's spring training. Same song and dance. It's spring training. Dance, yeah. Here, it's spring I, I think, training. And, and when you look at it with, with Smiley, um, yeah, it's spring training. Right now, they're still kind of having him stretch out as a starter. Uh, but it looks like, you know, his, his role is likely going to be in the bullpen, which we saw him have success in at the end of the year last year. He actually pitched pretty well as a reliever. Um, he's worked on some things. He went to driveline over the offseason. Like, talking about uh, sliders and, and splitters. We talked to him uh, after one of his spring training starts. I think, I think that was actually the Giants game. Um, and so he's working on a bunch of things, and – We'll see. I, I I don't expect him to be a starter. I do expect him to go to start the season at least in a, a relief role, maybe a little more of a long reliever type role. But uh, no, I'm not worried about him. I'm I'm not worried about it. I I, I but I, like I'm saying is he is incorporating new okay. stuff to his repertoire, and that could be a sign of he's like I'm trying to get this stuff figured out. Obviously, right. before we get to this, then season. I'm okay with that. Susie and Becky, a little uh. Worried, uh, John DeBecky, you guys have buried the hatchet. He wishes everybody a good uh, baseball podcast. Credit to John. Keep for, working hard, John. For giving credit. Here we go. Uh, Drew Smiley, listen. Wish you all the best as well, John. I, 
I'm not worried, but all I know is that the Cubs are going to use him. So when the games start to matter, he better have it figured out. That's all I'm saying, man. Because if Luke Little's not going to start the year on the major league team, mm-hmm. Drew Smiley's going to be that left-handed guy out of the pen. Like, I don't think he's going to be a starter. He'll, he'll get spot starts, I right. feel, right? But, uh, yeah, they're going to need Drew Smiley to be that bullpen guy he was at the end of the year for them last year, which was pretty good. And I, and I, and I feel pretty confident that he'll yeah. be that, right? So, um, you know, I'm not worried about it because, again, spring training results don't matter for these veteran-type guys. We're not talking about Brennan Davis or Caleb Killian in this instance. We're talking about a guy who's done this – for years and years, and you you bring up a good point that he is working on you know new pitches and stuff like that. So, is what it is. I'm I'm not. If there's any, I, I can't even name a player that I'm worried about at this. Yeah, point. I don't have any, huge expectations for him, so that's why I'm not worried. Sure. I, well, again, though, personally, it's a, to, uh, it'd be a benefit yeah, if he pitches well, like sure. he did last year for periods. They're going to need someone other than Mark Leiter Jr. to be able to throw to lefties, man. That is so, true. like, the, his role is kind of important, if you ask me. <laughs> so, yeah. we'll see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks uh, for checking out. By the way, thanks to everybody that uh, went into the CHGO locker. We had a great oh, couple yeah. days with merch. A lot of merch going Almost out of the CHGO locker, just flying off of the shelves. Merch, I, merch, from merch, my merch, understanding, merch, merch. we dope we, merch, dope merch. We sold the most out of every uh, every. Uh, I think so. Don't let um, you know. Don't let the facts, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. But you know, that's Big what time. I that's what I heard. I heard CHGO sold the most out of DMVR, PHNX, and PHLY. Like merch that. to the max. That's what we do. Chicago sports merch fans, we're just built different, brother. Uh, thanks to all the diehards. Hopefully, more new diehards coming in the month of March. Uh, Corey and Brennan podcast tomorrow. Then we're back on Monday. Oh yeah. Corey uh, we've got some done. more stuff uh, from Ryan's trip uh, to Arizona. Oh, yeah. He's been stockpiling hot stuff for us. Oh, yeah. We'll start diving into that. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. We appreciate you. And until next time, fly the W. Y'all silly like the mayor. 